Hey girls, welcome back to the Herb Podcast. I'm super excited to continue our series called Girl Be Bold for the month of September. Um, I'm super honored to introduce you to today's guest speaker. Her name is Amber LeBlanc, all the way from good old Louisiana, and she is now in San Francisco. So hi, Amber. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm super excited just to hear your story and kind of your perspective on boldness. So why don't we dive in and you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and then we'll get started. Sounds good. Um, like Holly said, I'm my name is Amber LeBlanc. I'm actually from Louisiana, um, the Baton Rouge area. <laughs> I moved out to San Francisco about two years ago. Um, I finished at Louisiana State University in 2018 with my degree in psychology. And um, I kind of was in this little, I guess, moment of my life where I'm like, what am I going to do after college? Uh, Do I want to go back to school? What for? Wasn't really sure. And my dad was like, hey, you should apply to be a flight attendant. And really, (laughs) he just told me that because he wanted to travel. So um, I did. And I didn't think I was going to get the job. Um, That same exact year that I graduated, United Airlines hired me and literally told me come to training with us for six weeks and then you'll have to move wherever we base you and it just so happened that I got based in San Francisco and I've been here for about a year and a half a little bit more than a year and a half so um yeah totally changed my life um completely different world but I really love it I'm learning a lot there's a lot of new experiences out here and um, yeah, just a lot of opportunity and I'm excited to tell you more about myself. So that's so awesome. Well, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. We have kind of the same roots from Louisiana. We kind of grew up with similar friends. So I'm super excited to have you on. Um, so we're going to be talking about being bold, which I think is perfect for you because you're already a natural influencer on Instagram and you post a lot about body image and confidence and stuff. So when it comes to being bold, why don't you share with us or let's go back to like high school or maybe like senior year, Mm -hmm. um, because I think that's, that's the time frame when I saw you a lot. Was there ever a time, um, around around then, I guess, senior year when it comes to figuring out how to be bold in certain areas, whether it's body image, confidence, or just fitting in, was there ever a season um, or just a rough patch during that time that you really had to figure out or you struggled with being bold, whether that was in high school? um, I know you did cheerleading as well. Yeah. um, So I would say, like, you know, in high school, obviously, we all you know, we try to fit in. And um, I really, you know, I liked high school. It was, um, it was fun for me. I had a lot of friends and I was very interactive. And, um, you know, then I think at some point in time, I started really um, questioning my body. And, um, you know, we all start sort of be, or at least some of us start becoming a woman at around Mm -hmm. that time. And, you know, I started getting things that I wasn't used to seeing on my body. And I'm like, well, why are some of my friends, you know, why are some of them still small? And why are, or, you know, just things like that. And um, yeah, I actually decided uh, that I was going to see like a nutritionist and just Mm -hmm. kind of 
get some insight on what I'm doing because I was, you know, I was pretty healthy. I was working out. I didn't eat terrible. Um, but then, you know, I started tracking my calories and, you know, I, um, really started working out all the time. I really took it to a whole new level. Um, and obviously, you know, with the, the standard body image, you think that, you know, this is what, how you're supposed to be. And, um, then I went to college and I lived by myself and it was very easy for me to stick to this like routine life of like, okay, study, do well, be small, be fit, watch what you eat. Pretty much like didn't really enjoy myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I thought that that was like normal and okay. And then, um, I did that for like six years And after I graduated, I sort of went through this phase where I was like, like I told you, I didn't know what I was going to do. So with my life, so once you, no one tells you that becoming an adult is hard. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, once you're like in the real world, things start to really hit you differently. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like, lost that motivation and um turned to food and all these things that I had never like really had because I was so you know strict on myself Mm -hmm. literally it was just unrealistic um because I remember you going through modeling too was that yes yeah that that that, was that after high school like modeling six years modeling that was a huge part of it I totally forgot to mention that but I was doing modeling um in college and um I loved it you know it was it taught me a lot about myself but at the same time you know the industry sometimes it's a little I felt like I had to fit into that industry and that standard um and thank god you know today it's changing a lot and um like plus size models and just you know shorter models taller models like it it should be that way yeah Um, but for me it was like okay you gotta have this you know 24 inch waist uh like everything was so even more I guess put me even more in that mindset of like I have to stay this size yeah um so I got even harder on myself and um it it was unhealthy I mean I didn't think so at the time but looking back, I, I definitely know that it wasn't healthy what I was doing to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it puts things into perspective when something, you know, you go through something in life. And like I said, I was struggling with my career and then I got this job and I was like, Oh, like, thank God, you know, like I'm gonna, I had gained a little bit of weight and I was like, I'm going to get myself back into shape and not that I wasn't in shape, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, like in my mind. Yeah. And then I got the job and I started, you know, doing that. And then I got into a relationship and that had a huge effect on me. Um, I didn't really realize the effect it would have. Um, it was, you know, something that uh, I'm, I'm not going to get into the details, but you know, like heartbreak yeah. and in a relationship and it's, it's a lot of ups and downs. And I had never really had that, uh, seriously before. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how much it would take for me and, uh, and starting a new job, moving to a different state, 
um, just being away from family. It was so many changes at one time. Yeah. The guy I was seeing was based in Boston. I was in San Francisco. It was just like a lot. Yeah. And um, then, you know, I started realizing that food, the reason I struggled with all of this, it, it taught me so much about what food was to me because I was almost it using had been almost it. become like your identity. Right. And I was yeah. like, you know, now I'm turning to it. Um, I started and eating disorders are are a serious thing. Like I was Mm -hmm. never diagnosed, but I can tell you that the mentality I had, you know, it was definitely mentality of someone with, with anorexia. Right. And then you can turn it around and you can do the same exact thing where you binge eat. Right. And, and no matter what, it's an issue that you have with food. Mm-hmm. it's like with yourself it's not so much as like it's more it's it's just like any other addiction or any other problem right sort of the same way you know and um so I with all these things happening in my life I started turning food and as I was gaining weight I was it was like a, a vicious cycle because I was like oh my god like I'm gaining weight and now, now I need to cut back. So I would cut back and then I would binge eat and then I would cut back. And it was just this unhealthy, very unhealthy cycle. And, um, through time, I had to sort of like take a step back and, and really start to like love myself again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really sure how exactly I came to that realization It was just, I mean, you know, we all struggle with it and I still do, but it was almost just like Amber, like, look where you come from, look what you've done, um, look at who you are and, and your weight and your size and those things are not your identity. Mm -hmm. Um, It's almost like we strive so hard. I know for me too, like striving so hard just to be perfect and it's exhausting and and it's, it's, it's it's so exhausting. And then social media gets in the middle of it and then it's like comparison and then it's like you're constantly trying to be skinnier than that person be something that you're not yeah doesn't exist right and even if you get there you're still not satisfied right so I can tell you when I was smaller I still was not happy with my body and I still was not happy with myself like yeah there was still issues I was facing in life and there was still problems that I was seeing in myself and I was like oh you know and I'm and that's crazy because I was striving to be that and I was being that but it still wasn't enough right so I think at some point in time you have to take a step back and just be like you know I am who I am yeah you you want to be healthy you want to find a balance but you also can't not live life. And that was something that I was doing. I was not having fun. I was not enjoying life. Um, I was so focused on something that's not as important as what some people think, you know, and um, the confidence sort of came when I started sharing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, I think it was like a year, maybe more than that. I don't know. I remember when you started posting pictures mm-hmm. of just kind of, and you're beautiful already. Like, I, I but you. I didn't know, like, I remember seeing you in high school when you were just young. And then there was mm-hmm. a gap when, when I moved out here, I didn't. And then I didn't know what you had walked through when, until you started sharing things. But I was like, oh my God, like, she's real. Like, 
this is this is life because honestly that's how the model industry is it's like kind of what you said it's like you strive for something that doesn't even exist and even when you get there because you're empty inside it's never Mm going to satisfy you never satisfying you so I just remember you posting stuff on Instagram and I'm like oh my gosh like this is a real thing because I'm sure you felt empty just for so long and then it takes guts to post stuff like that because you know no one does no one posts their flaws or imperfections on Instagram because everybody posts things that's just not realistic the editing of pictures you know making yourself look like something you're not in real life and so it does take guts to post stuff like that. Um, I guess my next question for you is if you could, could go back to maybe it was senior year or the model industry, mm-hmm. what are three things you would tell yourself n- now that you know them now going mm-hmm. through the hardship? Like what are three things you would go back and tell yourself if you could change time? Oh, gosh. Um, I think, you know, going back to probably I would say college and um, in the modeling industry. And um, I would definitely tell myself to, um, to not forget to breathe and Mm -hmm. to live because I look, that's number one. I look back and, you know, I don't regret anything um, because everything happens obviously for for learn things, but I was so hard on myself and that's the kind of person I am. And, and I mean, obviously I was successful in college. I finished with a 4.0. I was, but at the same time, I missed out on a lot of things that mm-hmm. a college student should experience. Um, I missed out on time with my friends and all to, to strive to be something um, that wasn't really making me happy. Yeah. And, so I would definitely tell myself to to breathe and to be easier on myself. Um, mm-hmm. And I would also say, um, I guess, never take small things for granted because mm-hmm. we do that in life. You know, it's like human nature and um, you just you forget what's what's really important and um then whenever you go through something that sort of brings you back down to earth, you realize like, you know, you can, how important those things really are like family and friends and, and um, irreplaceable things like that. Uh, Just to not take it. Obviously I'm still very close with my family, but moving away, you know, it's, it's different. So um and uh, and I guess too, like I don't re- I don't regret modeling. But the third thing I would say is, um, if you're gonna get into something like that, or um, just literally be who you are for yourself, not for anyone else. So I would love to model again. You know, if I could find an agency who um, I could model for as a, as a plus size model, I would love that. Yeah. um, You know, if that comes to me, that comes to me, but I would tell myself that that girl who was trying to be something that I was figuring myself out and um, trying to be something that maybe was so hard to achieve. And if I was to do it now, I would just be like, this is me, you know, this is, I'm not perfect. I have flaws. Um, I've, 
you know, life is not easy. I gain weight and lose weight. And I have sad days. I have happy days. I go through heartbreak. I, everything that you like try to cover up when you, when you share with other people. But I think just being open and honest and, and, and sort of raw of who you are, because that's when people connect, you know, yeah. and that's when, because we all go through it so much more than we think. Yeah. And um, I would definitely want to show who I am. The, the, not that I've changed who, you know, but I've experienced more things and um, I guess just try to be more content with myself and to be myself for me and not for other people an industry or another yeah. person or, or a guy or, my friends or, you know, just for me, for Amber. Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, I love your heart and it takes guts just to do that because I think I I know, especially for me, it took me years to be at a vulnerable stage. And especially when it comes to social media, be like, Mm -hmm. these are my flaws. This is what I look like with no makeup. You know, this is what I look like going for a run. Like it takes because of comparison and social media puts so much pressure pressure especially on women um but I think if you know exactly who you are and can speak life over yourself and have confidence every single day it gets easier because it's it's you're not going to be like this in a day like it does take time and you have to walk through things and I think friendships have a lot to do with it too especially if you have other confident women you know in your circle who are constantly encouraging you even though you're, you're not at your best but like people around you that are making you better that does impact it a lot exactly um, yeah I have so many great like so many great people I've met in this career and as a flight attendant and yeah. just, they're very accepting and very I mean my friends back you know home were too but obviously coming out here you know I've had to make new friends yeah but living with people who just accept you for who you are and lift you up and we're like yes girl like do Mm -hmm. you we all look different we all come from different places you know I have one roommate who's from California another one who's from Chicago she's Turkish and Albanian another one that's from like North Carolina there's you know like we all come from different places and we all just try to you know lift each other up I had another roommate from Texas it's awesome like yeah just women empowering women that's how it should be that's so awesome. Well, my last question before we wrap up the podcast, I guess, mm-hmm. would be moving forward now that you kind of know a little bit about who you are and being bold and having confidence, especially when it comes to your identity and body image on social media. What is something that you can encourage the girls as they listen to this podcast that you do, like, say, for example, in a couple of days, if you had like a really bad day or you were doubting yourself or body mm-hmm. image, what is something that you um, remind yourself, whether it's a quote, a song, a podcast, what is something that you kind of like remind yourself real quick to kind of keep you going? Um, I would say like something for me, if I'm ever feeling, because we all have those days, I still have those days. Um, you know, I kind of like, I like to get dressed up or do my makeup and um, just for me, you know, like just for myself, uh, that's something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I also love like talking to my friends and talking to my mom. She's, she's someone who's been there, you know, through it all. And she, so I feel like when you, when you speak about it, um, it, 
it makes you feel a little bit better to know that you're not alone. And um, it's sort of like they bring you back. They, they yeah. give you that little boost of confidence that you need or or you do your makeup. And, and on my mirror, like I have um, smile, Amber, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I keep that on my mirror because if I'm having a down day, like it's just a nice little reminder, like not just physical beauty, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. you're a beautiful person and, and we all are in our own yeah. way. And I think that's something that we, especially like you said, with media, everyone just trying to be this one way. And it's like, but you're unique and yeah, and everyone's unique and, and we should be proud of that and we should share that. And um, for me, it's just the little things like that, you know, just kind of self-talk and pampering myself or, or talking to someone talking to my mom, talking to my friends, um, going out with them, you know, just to have lunch or um, exercising, you know, that's something that I still do. And it, it relieves a lot of stress. Um, For me, at least, it's, it's just, it's a way to sort of, it's being healthy mentally and physically, like, um, yeah, and I think it's just, always nice to to be nice to yourself we're not (laughs) yeah um, no that's because I have to do that too like I'll set reminders or stuff like a background you know quote or something or just call up a girlfriend real quick because I think that's not only is community important but also the words that you speak over yourself or the Mm -hmm. words that you read whether it's on social media or your bathroom mirror um because those things are pet words and people are powerful Mm -hmm. and so I think those are perfect examples of just kind of you know like when you're on track and you kind of fall off a little bit just kind of boost you back on um it's super important to have you know awesome girls in your circle who are just gonna lift you back up but um another quick thing I like to say is that it's okay to mess up or it's okay to have those days it's okay to feel not great about yourself that's normal um yeah I think sometimes we feel like we always have to be like well why am I feeling like this but like it's okay like sometimes you can feel like that and just know that you have to keep going and remind yourself that you know this happens but I'm gonna come out of it and um to just keep on loving yourself through the good and the bad so yeah that's awesome well thank you so much just for kind of sharing your heart and I think this topic be bold is perfect of what you walk through and what you are walking through um because of the things that you post and just especially with body image I mean it's it's a huge issue in today's world Yeah. And it's getting better. I will say like the model industry and beauty industry, it is getting better. People are being more open to like, even at Target, they're having, you know, plus size models. I love, I I know me too. I'm like, man, these girls don't look unhealthy. They look normal, you know, and some people are naturally small and that's their, they're healthy. And then, you know, everyone has a different healthy, we can all eat the same exact thing and look different. And I think it's just nice to see different body types, different, um, you know, ethnicities, different race, everything like that, because then you're like, okay, I can relate, you know, I can finally look at a girl like on a billboard who has a swimsuit on that, that looks like me. Yeah. And I think it's just great. They, that it's great that people are coming to this realization and it definitely way and get even better. 
Yeah, I agree too. It definitely helps too with girls because I feel like this was such a hidden, you know, topic and a right. hidden issue for so long that real, I mean, real genuine and who you are and who God's created you to be is, is already beautiful. Um, but I love what you're doing on Instagram. So girls, make sure you follow Amber. I'll tag her on all of our, her Instagram um, stories and posts. And um, just thank you, Amber, for sharing your heart yeah, on the thank you podcast. So for having me. It was awesome. It was easier to talk about than I thought. (laughs) No, you did great. And it's, it's super awesome just to have you on and just be real and who you are, because um, these are issues that girls go through and we don't really talk about it. So that's why I'm passionate about the, her podcast. And we talk about real things because these are real issues. Um, But just thank you for sharing your heart and for talking on boldness today. Of course, Um, Believing the best for you in San Francisco, whatever, Um, That may be coming up this year and keep doing what you're doing on social media because it's powerful. And I know a lot of girls look up to you for that, but thanks girls for, (laughs) yeah, no problem. Thanks girls for listening to the Herb podcast about girl be bold. So stay tuned for next week. Thank you.